it too. Oh yeah, we're alive. I don't have any rhythm. I am definitely a white girl that can't dance. It's because the rhythm from you comes from your heart, Heather. That was really sweet. Thanks. It's really sweet. <laughs> Bullshit, but yeah. Episode three. You can say whatever you want. This is our podcast. This is the Living in Portland. Reach out. You're truly Addie Net. I'm the lender. And then my bestie, Heather Wooster. What up? She's the agent. She gets you the house. I get you the money. We get you here to the Pacific Northwest. So we want to thank you for chiming in. Of course, guys, if you are even thinking about relocating, right? Thinking. What do we want from our people? I want you guys to reach out. Give us a call. Send us a text. Send us an email. However you want to do it, just get a hold of us. We can set up a Zoom call. Have a conversation. Let us be your resource. Let's have that conversation so we can answer your questions yes because we have firsthand experience on relocating people from all across the sorry we had a joke prior about a hand so i tried to drop that in and i couldn't you did that was my mind no one's gonna get that nobody's gonna get that but i love relocation it is my favorite both of us are born and raised here in the portland metro area you've actually lived in all four quadrants of the city yeah. Myself, I'm a West Side girl. West Side. Girl. West Side. I'm not gonna do, not gonna do the hand gesture. West Side. <laughs> there you go. I did it. But, but you're also a mother. That plays a, a huge mom. role. It is such for a huge role. You know, that's what I love. And actually, I love this podcast that we're starting because it's really about living and working in Portland. Like we're gonna keep it real. We're gonna keep it raw. We're gonna tell you the good, the bad, and the ugly. And you know what? I'm gonna share stories about being a mom. That's who I am. That's a big I'm one. relatable. It's good. You wanna know about the schools? You wanna know about the Karen's and the PSO? Mm. Let me tell you. Talking about the PSO, I did something. This is off subject. I'm really sorry. They needed some cookies for end of the year staff appreciation. They need me to bake cookies. Well, we all know I don't bake. <laughs> I ordered them from Mrs. Fields, went and picked up some great homemade chocolate chip cookies that I made, put them in my own container. Is that bad? I put them in my container, told them I made the cookies. What did the people say? They don't know. They think I make really great cookies. But is that bad? Am I the only mom that does that? That's what I'm curious, listeners. Am I the only mom that buys really nice cookies, but they look homemade? And then tell everybody you made them, put them in your own container. I will fib up and down. I will cheat all day long and look like a rock star. Uh-huh. Cookies. Those Karens, they ain't judging me. They don't know. I think that has consequences for you, though, because what you provide is so amazing. Then more moms just ask you and expect because you're the they do. gold star. You know what's really funny? is so i was actually helping my son's teacher buy a home recently and mm-hmm. she says did you bring the donuts and i was like the donuts and she's like yeah all the teachers are telling me to thank you for the donuts and i'm like i didn't bring the donuts but if everyone thinks i brought the donuts you just keep uh-huh. them believing that and i was like does anyone realize that the student that goes to your school their parents own the donut shop up the street like did they think that maybe it was that parent that just brought the donuts? no they thought it was you they thought it was me I know. You got the gold star. I did. I love that they assumed that it was me. But anyways, I, I am a, a cheater. Who else is a cheater? I think it's appropriate. I'm a full-time working mom. I'm a busy girl helping you get into a house. I've got time to bake. I and don't you don't want to eat anything I made. You don't have time to bake. I yeah. get it. I, I mean, there's nothing wrong with that. Yeah. And nor do people really care. They don't. They don't. Don't they, tell my secret. 
We are on episode number three. I am so excited. I love this. And you know what? We're talking about really important things today. We are talking about how to choose the right lender, a.k.a. Addie Net, my bestie. This is it. This This is is it. it. You guys, I cannot tell you enough how important having the right lender on your side makes a difference in getting your offer accepted. But there's things. I mean, you you need to know and you need to understand. So before we jump into it. Yeah. I want to disclose the fact that when we first started our efforts on podcasting, YouTube, social media years and years ago, we got really frustrated with, okay, you guys will call us. You'd have a conversation with the agent and then the agent would be like, great, it's time to figure out the financing. Or during that first call with the agent, the consumer would have financing questions that the agent isn't licensed to answer or doesn't know. So we really modernized the approach over three years ago where myself, the lender, Heather, the agent, we come in at tandem in that first, I don't know why I chose that word. I don't know either. Because you wanted to ride the tandem bike. I do want to ride a tandem That's bike. Saying. That's going to be such a good TikTok, <clears throat> the tandem bike in front of the Portland Weird line. Getting back into it, oh, though, sorry. we both jump on that first call. So you've got real estate questions. You've got financial mm-hmm. questions. And it's not formal, guys. It's lax. It's chill. It's so easy. But we talk, like, I'll do a screen share with Excel spreadsheets and show you, okay, great, you know, if you want. I pretty much get you pre-qualified verbally, and we show budgets, payments, right. how much you might or might not make. We'll answer any credit questions. This just makes it so strong. Buyers are so excited when they reach out and they realize, one, you're on the call. They don't realize all the time that when they're Zooming with us that you're going to be present and that you're mm-hmm. there on every single call. But a lot of those questions are, are they are money-related. Yeah. Like, There's you don't want me answering your, you don't want me answering your questions about loans. I mean, you really don't. No, like, I can no. tell you about houses and neighborhoods. I can help you write an offer. I can tell you what it's going to take to get an offer. But having Addie on our team, it, it's amazeballs. Like, I'm telling you guys the questions. It's nice because so many first-time homebuyers, especially not understanding the loan process, right. and that you take the time to help them understand you know, and a lot of people don't know, you know, they think they might be pre-approved because somebody said, oh, I'm a pre-approved for 700000 they used an online calculator. Yeah, they used yeah. an online calculator. But guess what? Do you know what the 700000 actually is, what the breakdown is, what your mortgage payment is? And you kind of reverse, like, Reverse engineer. It. Reverse engineer. You're totally a spreadsheet nerd, and you're kind of an engineer that way. But well, I think backing up, let me just say yeah. real quick. So. Most people that go through any sort of pre-qual or pre-approval process are told a flat number they're good for. You're good up to 500, you're good up to 750, right. but what does that mean? Is that within your financial comfort level, right? Do you know what the interest rate is? Do you know what happens if the interest rate goes up or down? Mm-hmm. Do you know what happens if you select a county of which might have a higher tax rate, which we know those counties? Yes. Explaining all those things. Lastly, we have a great flow to where prior to you offering on anything, I'm going to run those numbers for you. Mm-hmm. You're going to updated terms, uh, verified property taxes, a great focused lens on what your total cash to close, mm-hmm. which includes your down payment and your closing cost, not guesstimated, yep. and your monthly payment before you put in the offer. And that surfaced from my experience. My wife and I, when we bought our first home, had zero clue, zero support. The lender, I don't know if they were under-experienced or overworked. We had no education. We had no trust. We were just like, okay, we're good up to X amount. 
We got an accepted offer. Literally had no idea what our payment was going to be until and then a they week crapped before. Their, crapped your pants when you saw what your payment was going to be. Yes, slash. Mm-hmm. I we didn't know. We didn't know what we were signing. Didn't know what we were looking at. Didn't know why this house was the same price as the other one we wanted to look at, but the payment was higher. Yep. Didn't know anything. So we really just go through the one hundred ones, mm-hmm. build up a lot of trust in that initial call and i think that's the first thing you can do when you're looking for a lender is identify is this person coming from an educational point of view Mm -hmm. or a sales point of view if you feel salesy i would hit the eject button button super fast so many people will just say oh well let's just run your credit and see what you qualify for no you're not doing that you're able to help them understand the big picture without pulling their credit and is that lender willing to do that like finding a lender that's willing to take the time maybe you're not ready to buy now obviously we're not pulling your credit but Mm -hmm. maybe i I just think it's so important if you find a lender that's like let's just pull your credit let's just see what you can do no work with somebody that you can ask the questions and if you don't understand the answer keep asking until you understand it it is so so important and i love working with you because my buyers never know like they're never surprised, not yeah, never know. There's, they no, are blind ne- there's no surprise. They always know what their payment is going to look like. Yep, and when, no you know, I have a buyer that, you know, their uncle's brother's cousin is a lender and they're already pre-approved and that's who they're set with because, you know, family. And that's great, you know, and I get it. Is the transaction a smooth? No. And guess what? They're usually really surprised at what their payment is. They had no idea. They just knew they were pre-approved for 500 And it just breaks right. my heart. And also, let's be honest, we've had so many cases where you and I have put together that spreadsheet before they ever offer, you know, here, 500, 525, 550, like, you know, multiple offers. We're not sure how high we're going to go. We're just kind of running the numbers to see what we're comfortable offering at. And we pull those taxes. And guess what? Taxes tend to be higher in certain other areas. And these taxes were outrageous on a property. And it raised their payment like $300 a month more than expected. And we didn't offer because it was not at their comfort level. I'm not going to force anyone to make an offer. Like we make sure that you're comfortable. We don't want to spend all your money. We want to make sure that you are living comfortable. Nobody wants to be house poor. And that's what's awesome about you is you mortgage strategize. So nobody's house poor. I appreciate you saying that the taxes are a big thing and you can't trust Zillow or Redfin for those to be accurate, by the way. Um, (coughs) A and Zillow stands for accuracy. Right. And when you're, when you talk to a lender and you hear that line where you're saying, it's like, oh, I'm going to send you a link. We'll do the application. I'll let you know. Here's what I'm just be transparent. Those types of people are just having an assistant or a team of people work on this stuff. Mm-hmm. Give them that flat number. You get an approval letter and that's it. Those are salespeople. They're not advisors. They're not mortgage professionals, in my mm-hmm. opinion. But that is a big thing because one one aspect that we explain a lot is Oh, okay. Well, I wanted to do 10% down. Like I hear that all the time or a flat number That's they wanted to do a down payment percentage. And I'll say, well, I don't want you to decide your down payment. We might be looking at two houses that are the same price, but one home might need 30 to $40,000 in upgrades, flooring, appliances, siding, single pane windows, a new roof, whatever you come up with a story, deferred maintenance. And then the other one is brand new construction under one year warranty and it only needs appliances. You might want to do upgrades on that one. Yeah. You might not. So you don't want to like subscribe to I'm doing 10% down. 
-hmm. because maybe you want to go 8% down. Maybe you want to do 12. One home might take more or less cash. And I think it's really sad that there's a lot of lenders out there just like, oh, we're doing 10% down. And when call me when you're in contract and that's it. And it's not an analyzation of the best use of liquidity, especially right now, June, 2022, interest rates are at record highs now. Record. Right? All of these loans are going to be refinanced, Listy. So why would I want you to spend all your money on a down payment and lowering the interest rate and paying an excessive amount of closing costs when you're just going to restructure the loan in one, two, three years anyways? These are all things we talk about. All things we talk about. My head is spitting because I have so many things I want to talk about well, and questions and everything. What's your, let's go with the question. <sighs> Well, okay, so one, first I want to back up a little bit. I mm. think it's really important that we talk about being pre-qualified and pre-approved because there are people out there that are making offers based off of pre-qualification, and that is a really crappy offer Do you want to me make. to define that? That's really what good. I want to make yeah. sure that our listeners understand the difference. So pre-qualification is essentially a non-supported, you almost choked in your drink, <laughs> a non-supported estimate. So if you were to go online and fill out, hey, this is my income, this, and they pull their credit, blah, blah, yeah. blah, blah, blah. You go, but okay, based on the information that you manually inputted, you are pre-qualified up to X amount, mm-hmm. and it like, like Rocket Mortgage will spit you out a letter. Yeah, That is the weakest form of actually being vetted as a buyer financially. It makes me throw up as a listing agent when I see those. Yep. And the, the, you're wasting your time even putting in an offer because any good selling agent's going to come back and be like, uh, you, this is not a legitimate qualified buyer here. Which I know you're going to keep talking about, but I will also say what sucks about those letters is, guess what? I can't get the person on the phone to have a conversation with them. Yeah, that's another the problem, which we'll talk weekends. about that too. But Yeah, that's a big one. So just know, like, literally in our first Zoom console, where we're hearing about you and your family and your trip here, different quadrants where you want to live. I could basically half the time I'm pre verbally pre-qualifying people. Hey, yep. how much money do you have? I have a little spreadsheet and I fill it out. Boom, pop, pop. How much debts do you have? Pop, pop. What do you think your credit score is? Great. Okay, great. This is what it looks like guys. And I can do that math off the top of my head. Thousands of times. We do it all the time. Weakest form of We should make investing. a bet sometime when you're doing it on zoom just to see. Yeah, absolutely. Now to keep the numbers, yeah. Keep the conversation going. Pre-approved is all those things supported by loan documentation. So Mm -hmm. if you say you make X amount, we've gone from pre-qualification, which is a verbal, to pre-approved by supporting it with pay stubs, W-2s, tax returns, bank statements showing you have the down payment that you just told me verbally. So that is why we go to the no blindside approach because. I'm accurately going to put together a verbal pre-qualification. We're going to talk about your timeline, your plan. And by the time you do an application with me, there's no surprises because all you're doing is filling out the same information you told me Mm -hmm. on that call. And then you're uploading documents. That's it. But a lot of times when we have these conversations too with people, even if you're not ready to buy, it's good to start the process. (coughs) You don't have to pull credit. Like don't think just because you're setting documentation, you guys have that conversation where, hey, we're just ready. So if it is time to buy, we'll run your credit at the time. Well, and with relocation too, there's a lot of people. You either have remote work or you're transferring, Uh you're finding a new job. That's where a lot of the expertise on my end also comes into play because I know how underwriters, the person that stamps the approval and gives us the loan in the end, I know how they're going to review and verify your employment status. So that is a huge important step that 
a lot of lenders that don't know how to deal with relocation yeah. can crush a deal or give bad advice. And this is a lot on the line. We're super used to people moving across the country. And that was a lot of pressure when we first started. Oh my God, they're moving. Uh, what if they, what if we blah, blah, blah. It's a whole nother level of pressure that we're just used to. And we know we're never going to put you in a bad position. Never. We're never, as long as people are honest with us, we've never dropped the ball within our control. There are some people that aren't honest with us. Yep. And, and that, that happens. It happens. But you got to just be honest. You know, if you buy a Tesla on your way up here. Right. Because yeah. you're worried yeah. that your People car's not going to make out. the move. Like you think your car's not going to make it. You there's a problem there. Go buy the Tesla on your way here. In the third bucket that's not written down here is pre underwritten. Yeah. So not a lot of people get pre underwritten. But now I'm pretty much putting everyone through a pre underwrite process so you're not only pre-approved but we've had the file reviewed by the underwriter mm -hmm. that's going to be assigned to you so if there's any hiccups you already know what that hiccup is yeah. and you can take care of it before it ever becomes a problem and it allows us to write in a quicker close when yep. you're offering because we've got 90 percent of the work done so that those are all the attentions to detail we, we're a very measure twice cuts type of finance approach here you know what I love about that with the underwritten? Mm -hmm. You were able to close during the height of the market when it was crazy, multiple offers, wild. You closed a jumbo loan in 16 days. Yeah, and that's, that's going to be huge. a whole other episode. But, you know, we have yeah. everything in-house. I'm a local lender. We work all Rio. We know this team. So we close super fast. And then lastly, I'm going to say we have a cash buyer program. So. Yeah during these initial phone calls and zooms that I'm looking forward to connecting with anyone listening or watching right now, we do have solutions to people that don't want to sell first, but they still need to buy. And they are trying to bridge this in between. Mm -hmm. We have a cash buyer program that allows you to get pre underwritten. We will buy the home for you in cash. Once we have that piece closed for you, you have access to the home, which saves you moving twice, packing up twice, and you can list the home after, sell, and then we'll convert the financing in the end. Huge it's for our relocation huge. buyers, especially the people, because like getting short-term rental, like VRBO, so stress. all it's this like moving twice, like tens of thousands of dollars, all avoided through our yeah. cash buyer program. So that's a constant or consistent thing we're talking about right yeah, now. Yeah, absolutely. I love it. So important i just have to say as on the agent side of things you know i do listings and i help buyers i do a lot of relocation that's my specialty but as a listing agent when i do see an online launder somebody that's only pre-qualified it does affect a seller's decision yeah. when an agent like myself is educating like i'm supposed to be doing my sellers and you're less likely to get an offer accepted so just know that and i think the importance also to know that we haven't touched on is really using local we pride ourselves on using local yeah. and you know online you're not able to get a hold of them you might not be talking to somebody that's here they're not real time it's very difficult so i think it's important that you know that you should be working with somebody that's in town that has a reputation their reputation is on the line here but they yeah, they're picking up their phone. Like we're really Absolutely. fortunate with you on our team because I mean you're picking up your phone. Sure. On weekends, on the evenings, most lenders don't. So thank you. Well, and being honest is a big thing that's unfortunately scarce in my opinion in our industry. Like you had noted on this agenda, I'm staring down, breaking down the like payment, notes. breaking down the loan program. 
there's a lot of um, swindling mortgage people who will be like, oh, this is an amazing, your payment's so much lower with this loan program, but they don't disclose that it comes with one, two, three percent hidden fees that are rolled into your loan, and now you've lost equity position. I, how many phone calls have we had on Zoom where they're like, well, this lender can get me, you know, a better interest rate, like one and a half percent, you know, less than what you're able to offer. Well, guess what? There's a hidden points fee there yeah. that they didn't tell you about. Were they honest? And you will compare apples to apples. Like, that's great. You'll show them where it's at. But they don't know how to read one of those statements. It's overwhelming. It can well, be and here's the thing. Often so, everyone's about the same. It's it just is. presented differently. Mm -hmm. And what I do is I will present all your options when we have an accepted offer. Because you can and get like, the hey, same rate with you. Hey, you we just are honest about it. We can do that rate that you thought you could get from the other company, but it's going to cost you $22,000 more. And I'd rather see you have six months of savings in case somebody gets sick or loses their job or your kid has a medical bill and you need to pay for this. Isn't that a lot better? It's a new house. Let's be honest. Everybody wants to buy new furniture. New furniture, <laughs> decorating, vacation, whatever it might be. But that's a really big one. And then also, like, getting to know our clients is really important. Like, mm -hmm. one story is we had a client who didn't think they had enough down payment to buy a particular home. And after multiple conversations with him, I had <laughs> learned that he had been buying gold coins gold annually coins. for over a decade. Gold coins, and put them in his little at-home safe. It's like, well, how many of them gold coins do you have, dude? <laughs> and he go, stacks them up, he had like $15,000 in gold coins, which was, guess what? Enough for us to pay for his closing costs out of pocket. And he became competitive in the market, which he wasn't before. Those gold coins were a consideration. When you want the offer with gold coins. I love that. <laughs> you, that was awesome. Then when you called me and were like, hey. Hey, we found it. it was we found it. We found some gold coins under the mattress. But you have to be familiar because an unexperienced lender might be like, we can't use the gold coins. But I know what I did there. Hey, you take the gold coins, you're going to sell them take pictures of the gold coins, take picture of the bill of sale and the receipt, and then take picture of the check you got Paper for that. Paper trail everything. Paper trail, get me an updated bank statement. Now we have sourced funds. That's huge. That, I would like that to see the to picture of just the gold coins. That would. <laughs> that would protect. Everyone's documentation's protected. I know, I agree, but it would be so funny. Okay, That so was a mutual client. I so love can, yeah. that you mortgage strategize i mean a lot of the people that are reaching out which is great i don't care if you're buying today or if you're buying you know in five years let's just have a conversation and help it so yeah. many of them are first-time home buyers and their credit might be suffering and they don't know if they can or if they're even going to qualify but i love that you help them come up with a mortgage strategy if their credit mm -hmm. is not where it needs to be you help them understand that you're giving them the time mm -hmm. that they deserve like you are just having an open conversation no strings attached to be able to help them and start building that relationship now for the future so they can buy and how many other lenders are taking the time out for somebody that's not buying right now yeah not a lot i mean maybe a little more now that the market's leveled out but i would say i've been everybody's up their customer service game yeah, now i've been the consistent for seven eight years now on this entire approach and i just want to bring enough value to the table to warrant what my company pays me to work and yeah. that's unfortunately an adverse point of view because the majority of people just want to get more and more people as many mm -hmm. applicants and then tell me when you're in contract i'm super involved in the process i bought sold been an investor been a landlord been in all these different things of my own community and i truly enjoy helping people strategize and get here 
and live in the Pacific Northwest. You're really. truly the best in the yeah. West. Well, that's it. I think, it. Um, yeah, I think that's that's a great breakdown of things to listen for. If you're feeling like you're swindled and not getting a straight shot from a lender, it's time to just get out of there. Get out. Stop, drop, and not roll. roll. Run. Run. Just get out of there. Right? What is that? It's the windmill. <laughs> is that a dance move from, like, the 90s when you were in school? Aiden, you know, I don't even know when you graduated. Way after the 90s. God, you're a baby. You're welcome. <laughs> Number four. Do we want to talk about?